You're listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Three, two, one, dodgeball! Welcome to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now, your hosts, Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. If it's your first time listening and checking out the podcast, welcome. We are super glad you're here. And if it's not your first time, but you just came back, well, thanks for coming on back. All of the links... I, I, I love first-time people, man. First-time people are good. Oh, you were doing like the intro spiel. My bad. Go ahead. Continue. Sorry. All of the links and resources <laughs> mentioned in today's episode, you can find at thelongerhall.com slash episode 054. Thelongerhall.com slash episode 054. And you can find us on the Twitter sphere at Jody Livingston. Or for the better Twitter Chris Trent. <laughs> Chris Trent. Early adopters. That's us. Uh, and over on the Facebook at The Longer Hall. Today, today we're talking games. Games, games, and more games. And I'm just going to go ahead and call it, I think my list is at least, is at least as good as yours. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least as good. Well, I don't know if it's a, I don't know. Because I, I don't, I haven't seen yours. I have not seen yours. So so if you're listening, here's what we did. Here's what I challenged Jody to do on this top 10 list. This is something we may do from time to time. But we've we're kind of going into this blind and we didn't really uh we didn't really explain even. We just said, "Hey, top 10 games. Yeah, top so. 10 youth group games." And we didn't even like define are we talking stage games, group games? Yeah, we just get said to know you games. games. Just games. We said games. We're just throwing it out there to see where we land. And so I think we'll just gonna kind of go back and forth there. I've got about six or so. Oh, you you probably got five. Well, I have an extra in case we double up. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like if I have to scratch one off my list. But uh so so you've got like five or so, I've got five or so. And now I have we'll just five, see where this thing that's what I was allowed to have five. Well, that was the rule. <laughs> that was the pre agreed well, upon rule. Five. So that's, that's what true. I have. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Well, Jody, do you want to go first? Do we just want to jump in this thing? I will tell you this. Hey, just a side note. Before we jump into the game thing, I went and saw a Christian movie Did you th- last weekend. Did you throw up a little? I See, I, and the only reason I'm acknowledging this out loud is, you know, and and I'm all for people giving it a shot, you know, like Christian movies. It's great. And I don't want to come down too hard, but up to this point, I've not been like a massive fan of the Christian movie genre. I don't know about you, Jody. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but that said, I went and saw, I can only imagine. Uh, And okay. Okay. Dude, uh, Jody, I'm telling you, I mean, it's not black Panther. good, (laughs) but (laughs) You're forever going to shame me over black Panther. Gosh. But because you have to pull the mic away, I'm laughing so hard. Um, but it's good; it's really good. It, oh, what's uh, what's the guy that plays in it? Uh, the the play the guy that plays the dad. I haven't seen uh, it. I don't know. You're he, the he's in everything. He, he's so, hold on, I gotta look it up. 
Uh, what is his name? See, everyone listening right now is making fun of you. Because, it's okay. Because um, no. And they're well, they're yeah. they're screaming at you right now, and you're what? Well, you know, I have the internet right here. Dennis so, Quaid. Dennis, did you look it up faster than me, or did you just? No, remember? I just knew who it was. I was just waiting to see if you would remember. Yeah, totally, Dennis Quaid. So I love that guy so much that I couldn't remember his I name. But seriously, like in the rookie, you're a huge fan, Dennis Quaid fan. <laughs> Can't remember his name. Oh, anyway, well, that's what got me into the, the seriously. That's what got me into the movie, and uh, and dude, I'm telling you, it's good. It's actually really good. It's a great story about how the song came about. But what's really great is just the story of Bart. I guess is the guy who wrote yeah. the song. Um, and mercy me, it was fabulous. I recommend it. Boom. I mean, it's not again. It's a Black Panther, oh, but it's I'll awesome. It to my list, it's awesome. At oh, your list, is it is long because I don't ever go to the movies. I re- I read, man. That's what I. Do. Oh <laughs> wow! Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not worthy. We're not worthy. It's uh, funny. Okay. All right, let's talk games. Anyway, here. Games. Uh, games. Wait. All right, you jumping in first. You well, go first. You let's go first. Music. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Okay. <laughs> okay, games. Let's talk games. So you want me to go first? So here's what I did. I took I have what did you do? Tell me what you did. How how did you do so how I did have you make five games in five categories? Okay. So I have one one game from each of five categories. So Oh wow, you way ever thought this. Okay, okay so ahead. I did and here's the five categories I have. I have a, a back pocket game, right? Which is like if oh no the bus broke down I need a game or something. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did I a team you. building game because you know those are sometimes yeah, fun. No doubt. I did like an upfront kind of game, like stage game maybe. Okay. I did okay. an outside game, and then I did like a group game. All so right. Those, I'm trying to five. I did. Okay. So uh, I'll do. You want me to start. I'll go. My first one is the back pocket game. Now. Let me say Do this it. about the back pocket stuff. Uh, on the resource page of thelongerhaul.com, you can download a free back pocket games guidebook. And this game is in it. Okay. Um, and there's a bunch that I really like uh, when it comes to back pocket, but I picked this one. Uh, it's called Change Three Things. Have you played this? Easy game. So you pair everybody up, they like, they look at their partner, kind of take mental notes of what they're wearing, what they look like. And then uh, you call the time, they turn around back to back and they change three things about what they're wearing or look. So they may move their watch from their uh, left wrist to the right wrist or they may untie okay. other shoes. Okay. I'm or, tracking with you. And then okay. they flip back around and then they have to guess and identify the three things that were changed. And then you move. Then they, then they change partners. <laughs> I'm just thinking of some middle school guy like takes off his shirt. Oh, He's yeah. like, and so I like it things. because right. you don't have to have anything to play it. You can literally do it anywhere, just about. And it gets everybody like if you play several rounds of this, people move to a new partner. You know, you change, 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 change. So it it, it almost kind of becomes a little bit of a um, group building thing as well, or at least they get to know you kind of thing. So change three things, love it. 
It's a, it's, and you can play it with just about any age group, which is fantastic. That makes it for a good game. Okay. So do you want me to, you want to go or do you want me to go again? I'd like to go. All right. So here's the one I came up with. I, I did not come, I did not categorize everything. Although they, they do kind of fall into categories. And I've got a couple on here that I'm going to save for a little bit. But I'm going to go with right out the bat, right? Just right out the gate. I'm going to throw down one of the most classic top 10 games of all time in youth ministry world. And I'm even going to talk variations. Yes, I think I know what you're Are you ready? No, go ahead. I don't want to steal your thunder, man. Go ahead. Uh, Here it is. Yes. Gorilla beats the man. No. Is that what you're going to guess? Yeah. I mean, seriously, though. Okay, so I know it's been done a thousand times, but it still, it still works. Gorilla beats the man. Man beats the gun. Gun beats the gorilla. Or net. If you're if you're anti-gun, you can do net. Yeah. So gorilla beats man. Man beats the gun. Gun beats the gorilla. If you tie, you die. That's how we play. Or you're out. Now, now, or you're if out. If you don't like dying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, you know, it's the classic, and you have to do the motions. Now, so uh, seriously, the Google. I don't even think we have, but just Google this if you haven't seen Gorilla Beats the Man. No, it's a fantastic. But you know, you 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 stand back to back, you know, and it's class again. And some people that have been doing this for a while, they're like, "Duh, this is nothing." Okay, I get that, but that's it. But let me challenge you with this though. Here, consider variations. So Christmas time, do something like you could make up something completely like you know, Santa beats the reindeer, reindeer beats the sleigh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So like you could totally come up with your own variations of this. And so I've done that multiple times over the years. Uh, almost did one this last week uh, for our March Madness thing we did, uh, which I'm going to talk about later, actually. Uh, almost changed up like, you know, hey, like the pass beats the dribble, beats the uh, three-point shot or something like that. Uh, I think you've done, fo- I've done like a football one before. Anyway, you get yeah, the way. Yeah. Just mix it up, I man. Like it. You can totally come up with all kinds of very cool things. The only thing I'd recommend there, just a little tip, would be if you do change it up, have up on the screen or if you're in a room or have something written out so that everybody can kind of figure that out pretty yeah. quick. That'd yeah, because it gets confusing if not. Even when you don't change it up, it gets confusing at times. Yeah, that's 100%. a great game. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a good one. Classic. It's classic. Based. Okay, so... Uh, I don't even know if Youth Minister youth minister probably wouldn't even be a thing. Without that. Yeah. yeah no it doubt. wouldn't be no as doubt. good of a thing. That's for sure. No okay, doubt. so... Um, All right, what you got? So I don't actually know... So we're up to two. This we're up to two. Second. We're up to two. And these are in no particular order. No. So, yeah. yeah well, mine are by category, yeah. so that's kind of an order. Okay. Yeah. Is, um, yeah. So this is team building. And I don't know a name okay. for this, but I love this. So I called it... Uh, I've I writ, written down here, lower the pole. And you can play this with a hula hoop as well, but my favorite way is to play it with like a tent pole. So uh, this is a team building, so it's smaller, a smaller group. So if you had a large group, you'd need to have several tent poles, right? So uh, you take the tent pole. You know what I'm talking about when I say tent pole? Like the, uh, I guess you mean like a pole that you, you know, use like the, to the, put a yeah, tent but The kind with? that like, uh, they have like the stretchy elastic cord in the middle and you you like unfold it and put it together oh, yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. so it's not like uh it's not super like f- stable like it, it bends rigid, rigid. that's what it bends right so so what you do is you, yeah. you take one of those and then you divide everybody up you put half of the the group on one side and half of the group on the other and they 
they stand up and they kind of point at each other with their pointer finger. And then you're going to go every other person. And and then you lay the, the, the pole down and they have to lower that pole to the ground. But they're not allowed to take their finger off of the pole at any point. So everybody in the whole group that's that's lined up with that pole has to always have their finger touching the pole and they have to lower it to the ground. So am I balancing the pole on my finger? Yes, all of us are. Ah. And we're and when you say three, two, one, go, then all we all we have to do is lower it and set it on the ground. But it is really hard and funny to watch. Because what happens is everybody's really worried about taking their finger off the pole. So they end up kind of Gently raising it up over and over and over. You can, they, they'll figure it out eventually. So, you know, yeah. like with middle school, especially I'll make up some goofy story about how like there's an explosive in the pole. Yeah. And yeah. so if you, if you're not touching it, it'll blow up. Or if, if the pole doesn't stay level, right. If it tips to one side or the other. So the pole has to stay level or it'll blow up. It's great. If you've never done it, I hope it makes sense as I'm describing it. It is super fun. Yeah, as I'm listening to the podcast and this idea of us talking about our games, I'm already kind of going, wow, these are harder to explain. <laughs> yeah, we need yeah. to do video. We need to shoot a video of this. No, but so this is a great. Now, you can do this with a hula hoop as well. So if you don't have a tent pole, do you, you know, is, there, is there a, is that one in your, uh, your, your thing of games there or whatever? No, it's not. Because it's yeah. technically, it would, you'd have to have the pole or the hula hoop to play it. Yeah. So the ones in the back pocket games book, you don't need anything to play. Yeah. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but but this is good if it doesn't make sense. Where did you, where'd you get that one from? Uh, when I worked at the, I was a team director at the YMCA. We used to play all kinds of stuff like that. Okay, cool. So that's we good, played man. that. It's like that's a camp game. All right, beautiful game builder. Have you all ever right. played it? Have you ever tried it? Me? Yeah. No, I've never played that game. Okay, you need to try it. Try it with if you don't. If you know if hula hoops are easier, get a bunch of hula hoops, and then you just you so know, so just, like everybody circled a hula hoop on the, the outside hoops, of it. That, but they only get and it's resting on one finger. Yeah, they'd have both fingers, so they would kind of be... Two fingers, like, yeah, but it, but yeah. I can't grab onto it. I can't hold it. I right. can't grab it. Just, it. it just rests on the top of the finger. Same thing with the... Yeah, that sounds pretty fun, actually. I it's really hard. It's What's hard. it called it's, again? I don't know. I, I said lower the pole. Lower... But, <laughs> because I couldn't think of it. I don't know what the real name is. I got you, man. I, but, like, for, like, a mission trip, you yeah. know, training or something like that, where you're trying to do some team building stuff off the front, yeah. or leadership stuff man it's it's a great one because you can make tons of application from that as far as uh, everybody working together you know that kind of stuff beautiful all right you're ready for some pure game gold right here jody yeah this gets this is so good you're going to be playing this wednesday night in your youth group all this right. is how good this is all right you ready rock paper scissors chair rock paper scissors chair okay so you need about you're going to do guys versus girls. Okay. Guys versus girls. And you're going to take about 10 to 12, 13, 14 chairs or whatever. Probably 15 is too many. Somewhere around 12 chairs. You're going to line them up in one row. Girls are going to be at one end, guys are going to be at the other. You're going to say go. And the first two kids in line, the one guy, one girl, they're going to try to meet in the middle. They're just going to, they're going to, but here's the only rule. A butt's got to hit every chair. All right. So you say go. They bounce, bounce, bounce to the middle. And as soon as they get to the middle, they play rock, paper, scissors. 
Now, if let's say the guy wins in that moment, if the guy wins, the girl has to get up and the guy gets to keep going. However, another girl has already been seated at that point and she's coming towards the middle as well. Now, if she gets to him before he gets to the end, he's got to play her as well. So now this is like another. Here's the deal. If he wins, he gets to keep going. And if he gets all the way to the end, to the girl's side, he gets a point. But if the girl wins, he has to get up. And now she's going to the towards the other side. And it just kind of goes back and forth until either a guy or a girl gets to the end. And if they do, they score a point. And then you start the next game again. Two guy, One guy, one girl comes to the middle, meets, and they play. And they go back and forth, back and forth. So it's like tug of war, oh, almost. Kind, yeah, it's kind of got a little bit of a tug of war feel. Tug Warfield. And what's amazing is like, and you got to enforce that, you know, the only thing you have to enforce is that your butt's got to hit every chair. Right. And the other, the other tip is I put a piece of tape on the floor uh, on each side so that the guy, the guys know where to stand behind, the girls know where to stand behind. Yeah. Starting and, line. Uh, starting line. Basically a starting line. And dude, it's gold. I'm telling you. Now it helps if, if you have locking chairs. Bonus. Oh, yeah, because they don't go flying. Bonus. Yeah, uh, if you could play on carpet, bonus probably. Don't have to, but you know, if you do, if you if you use like the old classic plastic chairs, like metal legs, they're gonna slide all over the place, which may be even more fun. So yeah, that's a whole. But, new- uh, but anyway, does that make sense? Does that make sense? What I'm saying? I, you think you got? Yeah, it? I think so. How many chairs are in the middle? Yeah, I'd go like twelve chairs. Rock paper so scissors between, chair. between them. So twelve between. Yeah, them. Okay. And again, you know, they're standing behind a starting line, yeah. one on one end, one on the other. Mark said go, but hits every chair. And and realistically, you know, the guy, if he's faster than the girl, he may get to like chair seven, and she may only get a chair like three. Yeah, so he I mean, it just depends. Far yeah, it just depends. But the key is, you know, once once they get to that end, and and then your kids just have to be ready. They have to be watching so they can jump in the chair. And yeah, because as soon as the other person's out, they need to start going. It's a classic for us, man. I mean, we play this a ton. And what's great is it gets like, you know, if you have a group of 30, 40, 50 kids or whatever, even if you have a group of, you know, 15, I think you could probably play this. But, uh, and I've probably played with as many as like, honestly, like close to 100. Like, um, you know, so it, it could be pretty wild. It works though. It's good. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, chair. That's a new one. Never heard of that. It's not on my list. That's number four. That's number four. What's number five? Okay, so this is an upfront game. In no, in no particular order, mind. Yeah, well, except we're just categorically yeah, speaking. Beautiful. Categorically speaking. So, okay, I put this as an upfront, upfront game, but I guess it doesn't exclusively have to be, but we tend to do this as an upfront game. Uh, and again, I don't, I don't, I'm kind of making up my own names for these, so somebody out there probably knows the real name, and they're like, ah, you idiot, you should know. Um, so I'm calling this one Rubber Band Face. And so, uh, rubber band face. Okay. So the way this works is you pull up at least two, could be more. Sometimes we do like four. Uh, we will have them come up on stage or up front and they take a rubber band and they put it around their head, underneath their nose, but above their mouth and underneath their ears. Okay. So it's right under their ears, around their head (laughs) and just below their nose. And when you say go three, two, one, go. They have to work the rubber band without using shoulders, elbows, or hands, or any arms, just their muscles in their face. They're racing to get the rubber band 
down past their mouth and down around their neck. Is that oh, doable? Yes. I'm a pro. Uh, because I've been doing it, for <laughs> but yeah, you right. can totally do it, but it's awesome to watch. Um, uh, heck yeah, it yeah, is. It's, that makes some great Instagram oh, feed gosh, stuff, man. It's such a good game. And again, I like it because it's all you need is so do, what kind of rubber bands do you use? Do you use like those really thick ones though? Or do you use like the little, just uh, rubber bands? whatever rubber bands I can find laying around the church usually. I, I mean, but the, the, the thicker right. ones, that's cool. Um, uh, I like a little better. I think those are a little better, but you know. Uh, but I like it because all you need is rubber bands. They're fairly cheap. And if you only, like if you have a really small youth ministry, youth group, you can play this with two kids up front. Uh, if you've got a really big youth group and they race, it's a race, right? If you've got a really, oh yeah, I've got a big youth group, then you can just put more up there. Um, and you can do guys versus girls, middle school versus high school, whatever you end up in. It's great. Awesome. All right. Yeah. You good? Yep. That done? Beautiful. Here it is. Big group yeah. game. You ready? Jedi oh, dodgeball. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Have you played this? I'm a, I'm a dodgeball master. We, uh, see what I did there? Okay, but have you played Jedi? Jedi dodgeball. That's what I did. Did you see that? Jedi dodgeball. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Jedi dodgeball. Three teams at a time, man. I never three done teams three at, at a time. So you, ah, okay. So if you got about three, maybe, maybe 30, maybe 30 kids probably. You could get by with a few less, maybe. But if you got about 30 kids playing, you break them up into three teams. Think think triangle. And the tip of the triangle in like a yeah. gym type setting would be where you lay the hula hoop. Each team picks the Jedi. And the Jedi gets a noodle. That's way safer than what we use. Yeah. It's the lightsaber. We, we okay, never... So, it so that's never occurred to me right? to use a noodle. That is way better than what we use. <laughs> what do you We just find stuff it? like a broom or like a, a PVC a pipe or okay. something like so that. So we use a noodle. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so we use a noodle, and as so 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 sure enough, you just play dodgeball normal rules, but it's everybody against everybody. All three teams are against everybody, and of course, if a, if a kid gets hit with the ball, they're frozen, or they're dead, or whatever, and then the Jedi can leave his circle of safety and run and try to tap the person and unfreeze them. But if he, if he leaves or he, sh- if she leaves the circle and gets hit with a dodgeball and it's done, they're out. And I've only seen in the history, in the history of all Jedi dodgeball, I've only seen one without team win. Without yeah. So we normally, Jedi. uh, it's almost, it's practically, it's practically up with a whole like posse of people protecting the Jedi, right? Cause they can get back in. Does that work for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, you different know, different strategies, different teams yeah, yeah. use different strategies. No, that's a great so, one. Uh, dude, total side note, I'm totally at my house recording this today and my dog's trying to jump up in my lap. I'm about to kick, go just drive me bonkers, drive me bonkers. Anyway, go ahead. My ADD kicked in. Okay. So my next one. What you got? Are you building up to some of your more favorite ones, by the way? Or are you like just throwing them up? Uh, I don't know. Kind of. This is one of my all favorites right, for right. sure. So th- this is this is an outside game. Um, we call this game. I do know the name of this because we made it up. Called stalemate. Okay. Uh, it is a three-way capture the flag. Okay, and the best way, the best way to play this, if you can, is on like a baseball field. 
or a softball field. Okay. Just because of the shape, you already kind of have that triangle shape and you can use kind of the infield to help you divide it. But we don't often do that because we don't have that at the, at the church. So we'll, a lot of times we just play it like in the gym or in the um, parking lot, but it's so essentially it's three way capture the flag. Here's the thing though. So you'd have, you're going to divide them into three spots. So similar to what you're saying with the dodgeball, you're going to put a hula hoop or something cones an area in each corner, back corner, which is where the flag goes. So bandana or whatever. And then in the middle, so you're going to use the other cones to divide this off into three equal areas. In the middle where all of those meet, you put a big circle right there with cones. And that's the jail for everybody. I love games where people get put in jail. It's awesome. Yeah. So that's the that's the jail for everybody. So anybody from any team that gets out goes to that jail in the middle. And they get out anytime anybody from any team frees anyone in jail. So like if you and I are on opposite teams and I go and I let somebody go that's on my team, everybody on your team that's in jail also gets out. Oh, so the yeah. whole jail gets set free. So you have to kind of think, do I want those people out of jail or not? I don't know because they're kind of fast. Maybe I should leave them in there. How many people do you play with? It depends. You don't have to have a ton. Okay. Depends on the area, right? Like if you've got a really big area, you probably can play with more. Yeah. If you have less people, then um, you just make a smaller area. So yeah. so here's the thing. In order to win, uh, the team to win has to have all three flags. So theirs and the other two teams. Gotcha. Which is pretty, which is pretty awesome because what it means is like if my team loses our flag, like if your team takes my team's flag, yeah, I'm not, I'm not out. Our game, the game's not over. Yeah. Now it's actually an, almost an advantage to me because now I don't have to guard my flag. I can just come after yours because now you have two. You have mine and yours, or I can go after the other. So maybe I'm going to make a partnership, right, with one of the other teams, and we're the other team and I are going to come after your team. And we're going to do it. So the way we do it, you know, normally if you cross the line, you get tagged when you're across the line, you go to jail. If you make it in, you get a foot like in the flag box, then you're safe and you can stay in the flag box. But if somebody tries to run with the flag and it falls on the ground or they get tagged, it goes back in the box and everybody who was in the flag box has to come out. They get a free pass. They go back, but it totally resets the box. We find there's less fights that way. Arguments. <laughs> so but some so sometimes i mean this is a game that can last a really long time yeah great yeah um, awesome or, or not but it's it's uh so we like that that's a fun one yeah hey and let's throw this out there before we keep going too if in the process of this like we're explaining a game and you'll love and you're listening and you love the way it sounds and you're kind of like i like it but i'm still not quite following it so if it's one of my games email me chris at the if it's one of Jody's games, email Jody, Jody at the longer hall. And we'll either try to email you some instructions or we'll set up a time to call you and try to talk it out and explain it. Right. Yeah. Can we do so that? Are you saying my three-way capture flag didn't make sense? No, yeah, not, I didn't say that. I'm not saying that. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, it's all good, man. It's all good. By because the way, I want to end. Jody, I want to end. 
by the way, at the end, I've got some things I'd like to throw it on just at the end. Things to remember when playing games. If we get into that, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, professional podcasters would have talked about that before they started. All right. So um, that said, let's talk about, I've got two more. You've got two more. Okay. Is that correct? I have one more. You have one more. Okay. That's right. Correct. Okay. So you've got one more. I've got two more. Okay. So here, here's uh, a very current one that we've done and we just literally made this up, but it's amazing. And we'll, we're, there's no doubt we're going to be doing this next year. So in the last few years, during March, we've been playing Water Wars as part of March Madness. So think Jimmy Fallon and where you put, where he, uh, if you don't know what Jimmy Fallon Water Wars is, Google that. That's amazing. Uh, basically, it is war like you play with cards. But if like uh, you and I are playing and I lay down a card and you lay down a card and my card beats your card, well, there are cups of water on the table. And I get to throw a cup of water in your face, right? So prep for us is, you know, we've got like a table that can get wet. We put the table in like a portable pool, like one of these blow-up pools. Yeah. And uh, so so it's not too messy. You know, we have a couple towels handy and maybe a couple old youth t-shirts that we can give kids. And we come up with all kinds of different ways to get them picked. And we've brought some special guests in before, uh, maybe like a pastor, you know, that type of stuff. So that's always been kind of fun. All right. So that's been huge. But this year we came up with a variation of that game and it was amazing. And we're playing it again. We'll have done it three weeks in a row. Um, And we laid out on the floor, on the carpet, we laid out a big March Madness bracket, uh, basically uh, made out of masking tape. And uh, so what we did, we, the way we picked, so we had like 32 spots and so the way we did it was we uh, said, hey, we just picked months. If you're born in July and you want to play, you might get wet if you want to play. And so they mask tape laid out on the floor. And then we played and we switched from cards, though. We just did rock, paper, scissors. And we did, we did best two out of three. And we told everybody to go at the same time. Well, it was awesome. It looked amazing. First of all, when you walked in the room. All the kids were like, what is that on the floor? That's amazing. So then in the very middle, though, it led up to the, you know, so slowly went to like Sweet 16. What's the eight? I forget what the eight's called. I'm not into basketball. But uh, then the final four, and then you got your two, right? Yeah. And then they get in and they played. And then we did best three out of five, rock, paper, scissors. And so, in other words, like, and when you get to the middle and you get to the water in the middle, those kids got in the pool and, you know, they rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, whoever won got to throw the cup of water. Another. So you did best three out of five. And dude, it, it was huge. Like it was so, it's been great. It's such a great game. And uh, just went over super awesome. So that sounds fun. We just called it uh, Water Wars with a Bracket. So uh, <laughs> that's Weird. a genius name right Weird. there. Water Wars with a, ba- with a Bracket. At Jody Livingston. <laughs> at you can call it. You can- Look at our names. Lower yeah. the pole. Water Wars with a breath. Yeah. <laughs> We're like named geniuses. Rubber band face. So, uh, Change three things. Gosh. Rubber band face. We're so creative. <laughs> this is what Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon does the same thing, though, bro. All right, number nine. This is your last one, right? Yeah, so this is kind of a group game, group building, team building. Not necessarily team building. It's just a fun mixer. Kind of get them up moving. Clumps. Have you ever played Clumps? So this is super easy. And this is kind of a back pocket thing, too, I guess. Um, 
but basically clumps, you get everybody up, they're all standing up, and then you're just up front and you call a number. So maybe you say five and they have to get in groups of five. And whoever whoever yeah, 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 can yeah, get okay. in that group like of that. five, they're they're out. They have to sit down. And then maybe you say like one, they have to get away from each other. And then two, one, three, one, four. Um, and you just kind of go back and forth. Um, and so it's a really good game to pass time. It's a good game to get people up and moving. You know, so some of those times, man, when I cut, if it's like a, if it's just a really heavy, like if I know finals or exams are going on or just a really dense week for them at school, maybe that first week of school, even where they're just going to, I feel like they're going to come in a little lethargic. Um, man, something like that. It's real easy, real quick. And you can do several rounds real fast, back to back. And you can play this with five kids. You can play this with 50 kids. You can play this with 150 kids, you know. Uh, we played it at camp once with like 450 kids. So, you know, you, it, it's, it's just, uh, it's fun, easy, get them up moving. It's great. Love it. It reminds me a little bit about, uh, what's the ships and sailors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's a one where it's like three men rowing, or you could say five men rowing or two men eating or whatever you can do. that. But, uh, yeah, it reminds me of that yeah. a little bit, which is a great it game. by the way. That one's free. Um, that does not count. That's it. That does We're not done. count. That's that it. does not We're count done. on my list. No, no, because no. I got, I got pure gold coming up here. This is not. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure. This is pretty unique to what to what we've done, and this is just, this is good. So here it is. You ready? And and major credit to one of the guys I worked with for a while. Mr. Matt Dobson, he outdid himself on this game. And I didn't even ask his permission to like tell the world about it. But it's that good. Are you ready? Get to know you, Jenga. Okay. Now, right off the bat, this is not some of the, the basic concept. Of this may have been around a little bit. But check out how we've done this. So we bought a bunch of Jenga blocks. You number each Jenga block. So you buy a Jenga set. What do you got? Like eight bucks in a Jenga set? I don't know. You know? Eight, eight, ten bucks at the most. So depending on how many kids you got in your group, you get you number each block, and then you make a sheet that is the answer key, basically. So you group up kids. So this is a great icebreaker game. We've done this thing like at D now before. Uh, it's a great game to. We've done it uh, like the first Sunday of the year. Is a great time to play this. And so they they get around a table. First kid pulls a block, and let's say the block has the number four on it. The leader has the answer sheet, and they look at the sheet, and it, it might say something like, it might say something like, hey, uh, what is your favorite superhero? And it's like a get-to-know-you kind of question. Or it may say something totally crazy, like stand up in your chair and cluck like a chicken. Or it may say something totally crazy like we've done where it says, go to the microphone on stage and yell, hit it and sing Taylor Swift karaoke. And all of a sudden they're having to sing Taylor Swift karaoke. Now, here's the key. It's better if you have several, like three to five or more groups playing at the same time. Because all of a sudden the room becomes this amazing symphony of chaos where everybody's doing all kinds of different things. 
So you've got like, hey, have your entire group do the conga. That could be one. Like, so all of a sudden your entire group, they have to run around the room doing the conga, like doing a conga line or whatever. Uh, hey, have your entire group stand up and sing their favorite Christmas carol. Or it could be, hey, you know, it could be more serious, like just classic get to know you type questions. Now, again, if this intrigues you and you're interested, I'm going to stretch you. You're going to have to email me. Just email me, Chris, at uh, thelongerhall.com, and I'm happy to email you some of the uh, PDFs that we've used. I'd be happy to share those. But I would encourage you to make them up on your own based on what you're able to do. Hey, you uh, think? And is that, could we, Jody, I'm telling you, man. Uh, 20 plus years, dude, and I'm telling you, yeah. like, of doing this, it's one of the best youth ministry games I've ever done because it is so much fun. And the key, really, the extra bonus on this thing is if you can have some sound effects in the room ready to go. So however you play sound effects or music or whatever, like if you use a Spotify list. So like I, I watch, I have like my sound person watching and if all of a sudden a, room, a, a group gets up and starts doing the conga, like I get the old Miami sandwich yeah, scene. Yeah. Come on, baby, come on, whatever that song is. Uh, and uh, just different stuff like that. Of course, if somebody comes up on the stage and says, hey, depending on what karaoke you want to do, we actually have a slide yeah. for it. We just like pro presenter, you know, and uh, we do it on, and, and it's amazing. It looks incredible. And so all of a sudden, everything's, and people are laughing and they're cackling. Uh, you have a kid, one of ours is one of our classic ones that's from the start. I think Matt Dobbs came up with this one is uh, stand up in your cha- chair and yell, oh, I'm a pretty, nice. pretty princess. And, uh, <laughs> You know, it's just classic, just classic fun, just good old clean fun. And uh, man, I'm telling you, it is great. And once you, you know, to be totally, I mean, it's it's a little bit of an investment up front with the Jenga blocks. But what we do is we keep them and we just use them for big event moments. And so maybe once, twice a year. But when it comes out, it has a reputation. Everybody's like, woohoo, we're playing Jenga. It's amazing. Okay, so so you have a leader with every group. How many are a group? I mean, it depends on how many kids you have in your group. Uh, Again, you probably need at least, you know, 20, 30 people playing this. Get the adults to play as well. Get at least three groups playing. So they're sitting around a table. They're playing Jenga, just classic Jenga. Yeah. The leader plays as well, you know, and they just pull a block. Now, you can also, a variation would be, you can say, and not only are we playing and having fun, but in 20 minutes when we're done, when the clock ticks down, whoever has the highest Jenga block tower wins a prize. If your Jenga blocks fall, put them back together, keep playing. So leader at every table. Makes sense. So uh, you have this in a PDF, right? Or like a PDF. Well, I have a bunch of different ones, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a really place to they're going to need to email. I can't put it yeah. in the show notes. Is that where you're headed? What's your link? I download link. Email me real quick. Just email. I got okay. nothing, man. I, I don't even know where I'd put it right now. All right. So that's that's your number 10. Okay. That's number 10. That's 10. And again, these are, look, we're not claiming to be like the best game guys ever. These are just 10 raw games that we've really, yeah. really enjoyed playing like that we feel like really works for our group let me give you a few tips real quick can i get throw out some tips here though and you could probably add to these as well hey before i say how do you feel about jody here's a question for you though how do you feel about all the screen games we use them a lot actually do you use many of those um i would say we use them almost half the time or more because we tend to do a lot more upfront stuff 
stage stuff. So we probably yeah. don't use them you. as much Good. like for the group as a whole. Some of them, you know, like if it's uh, yeah. what is it, poser or one arm, two arm, no arms, like we'll do some of those type things with the whole group. But a lot of them lend themselves to be used fairly well with a small group up front. And so we'll do we'll do kind of upfront, almost more like competition stuff, rather than uh, than the big group. But it just depends. Yeah. Do you use? How about some of these games now that require like a? The, it lets the kids uh, play no, with their iPhone or whatever. I mean, like we haven't sign in. We haven't done that. You don't do any of this. We will not not like midweek, not yeah. for our midweek. Stuff. Maybe for like we did one last night. Yeah, but it was like smaller stuff. It's a smaller group for us. It was we were playing with like a, you know, maybe yeah. a dozen kids. Gotcha. Let me give you a few tips here, and Jody, you probably match up to this as well. I imagine a couple of just things to remember if you're playing games. Things I've just learned from doing this over the years, and and I think a, a lot of folks listening have probably experienced this as well. But number one, easy to explain. Yeah. You're, <laughs> I probably should have said that up front, and then we try to explain all of our games over the podcast, and it's been nuts. But that said, when you stand up front, you need to be yeah, able to explain I, whatever game you're playing pretty easy. Uh, if it takes longer, right? If it takes longer to explain, when I play, was so when I worked at probably when I was not a good game, probably uh, we would do game. our staff trainings for our summer camps and after schools. Uh, we would always tell them thirty seconds or less. If you can't explain the game in thirty seconds or less, you might as well not play, because after about thirty seconds. They're not listening anyway, um, and so you you have to even you may know how to play the game, but you need to think through how to describe how to play the game. And it's a little, I mean, that, that sounds funny because if you, I'm sure it took us longer than thirty seconds to explain most of these. Um, but again, like if, but if I'm yeah. explaining it in, in We're the terrible lateral rule, I can yeah. demonstrate. Yeah, like you're able you to make motions and stuff, and it just changes things a little bit. And you're also able to you're also able to have yeah, somebody like up I'm on stage tons saying, of motions, okay, do this, can't do see this. Them. Like the tent, like, yeah, well, like the tent game earlier, the, the yeah. tent pole game or the hula hoop. You know, such like if you could have shown them that, that'd be different. Yeah, so yeah. We, yeah. I usually say thirty yeah. seconds or less on that. Thirty seconds. Or less. Uh, here's another thing to remember. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, another thing to remember: um, theme music. And slides, yeah, like a, like a title slide. It's just extra gravy that will set the tone for the room. So if you have the ability, hey, we're gonna play that weird game with the L- tent lower pole. The that pole. Joey talked about. <laughs> lower the Gosh, pole. If you have, like if you have some lower the that, pole music right there, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and you would like to uh, suggest that I'll gladly take it because I. I have no, yeah, no doubt. Seriously, um, yeah. Theme music. We use yeah. like uh, sound so effects. Anyway, that, like that, uh, we use purpose in um, Okay. So in the in the sound bin, we have tons of little sound effects. Yeah, theme sound show effects, music, man. like goofy Seriously. bells or buzzers, or we we have a lot of that. Yeah. So we can we can roll with those. But even if you don't have, uh, if you don't have access to like purpose for that, and or or just in a bit uh, like maybe you don't even have like necessarily a computer. Uh, program that's doing that like there's some great apps that you can put put in there too uh uh wow what's the one i think boss jack we use this for the podcast some and it's basically you can get it on uh well i have it on my iphone and on the ipad but our boss jock sorry boss jock and you basically 
you can just put a whole bunch of sounds in there and then you plug your phone into whatever, um, you know, if you're using a speaker or Bluetooth speaker or whatever you turn in that, uh, and then you can just kind of play the sounds right from there. So there's ways around that. I think that app, you have to pay for that app. It's like 10 bucks, but it's totally worth it. Um, and it's, it, there's probably others out there that are even yeah. better at that. That boss jock may be a little overkill, but it's just the one I have. So it's the one I use, but, but for sure we like to keep a lot of those sound effects and stuff in play. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Uh, another, another thing that, that this is just huge to me. Um, is an opportunity for anyone to play. So here's just a little thing that I learned kind of early on doing this stuff is if you only, if you always just stand up in front of the group and say, who wants to play a game? Well, there's a whole lot of kids that are always going to stand up on their chair, go nuts and get loud. And often those are the kids that get picked. Um, how are there some other kids typically in your youth group that would love to play? Yeah. They're just not going to stand up in their chair and make a fool of themselves to do it, right? So I would just say trying to create ways, maybe a sticky note under a chair, or maybe like one of these name picker games uh, that like Download Youth Ministry has a like name picker game or deal. And uh, YM360, they have a couple on their games app as well. Uh, so using some type of name picker where the kids come in, they enter their name, you're also adding a, an element yeah of anticipation there when you do that, which is awesome because all of a sudden they're able in that moment to um, like, they go, Oh, is my name going to get called? You know, cause ours is kind of like, do, 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 ding, you know? So it's like, bam, you know? Uh, so opportunity for anyone to play. So using some kind of, you could even go old school yeah, just and put their name in a hat. If you don't have any of that capability, I mean, write your name on a piece of paper. That's how we used to do it before we got the name picker. Like literally we would say, if you want to play the game, as kids are coming in, if you want to play the game tonight, put your name in the box, put your name in the box and you got to watch out for the knuckleheads. You know, they're going to put a name in like five times, um, you know, so, but uh, yeah, that'd be huge. All right. Yeah. I would definitely say whatever you do, don't like, don't stand up front and say who wants to play because that's, a, you know, it, even. Yeah. We're not trying to offend anybody when I say that because there's probably some people to do that. And, and they're ever, and listen, I still fall back on that every once in a while. But I try not to. We will generally, um, if we're not using a name picker, we will generally go around like before the game and ask individual students if they would like to participate or play. Yeah. So that and and part of that is because we can kind of control, you know, even in that, like, hey, this these kids probably never get a chance to play or would never volunteer to play. But if I ask them, they're maybe a little more willing to do that. Um, it also keeps the the it keeps people from getting upset that they didn't get picked, you know, because we don't actually in that scenario they've we are we're just bringing them up because they were asked ahead of time. So it's not like oh, I raised my hand and nobody picked me. Um, so I think the name picker solves that as well because everybody's got a shot there. Yeah, man. But good stuff. You know. Uh, then the only other thing I would say, just as kind of a rule of thumb, is always try to think through the game. Uh, completely when it comes to what supplies you're going to need, uh, including cleanup, including how you're going to uh, clean up the kids if it's a messy game, uh, including uh, if you're going to give up some type of little prize. It doesn't always have to be a huge prize. It literally could be a bag of M&Ms, uh, but some type of little prize there. Uh, just have a list of supplies because inevitably 
things are going to get so busy and you're going to like forget to grab something uh, that you should have grabbed. So it's huge. Yeah. And I would say transitions, like how are you going to transition in and out of the game for the general flow of the night? Um, Because sometimes that can really disrupt you know what you're doing if you've got this amazing game but now you got to stop and it's going to take you 10 minutes to clean up and reset and get back okay maybe yeah, that you, wasn't the use best volunteers um, like literally find somebody so that at yeah. the end of it you know like while you're still talking or whatever you know they're sweeping up or they're helping that kid get to the bathroom and get all the pudding off their face you know whatever um yeah so uh good times man so i'll I'll add two final things when it comes to leading games that I think are Beautiful. crucial. That no My list does. is done, so what you got? Okay. okay. One is use attention getters. Like, don't just stand up and yell, okay, everybody be quiet, listen up, because they're never going to do that. So use attention getters to, to get their attention. So, hey, if you can hear me touch your head, if you can hear me touch your nose, if you can hear me point up, if you can hear me clap once, if you can hear me clap twice, whatever you need, whatever you want to do there, instead of just yelling at them to get quiet, because... Nothing will ruin a game before it starts, like someone yelling at them to get quiet. So using those things to get their attention is much more effective and a whole lot more fun. And you can get really goofy with those things too. But the point is to get their attention. um, That's really helpful. The other thing is if you need them, for example, to line up, be really specific. Don't say, I need everybody to line up or I need everybody to get into a circle. That's never going to happen. So generate like i would say i need everybody to line up between me and chris and then i'm going to give them a time limit so you've got 30 seconds to get in between me and chris and i'm going to start counting and i'm not teaching them math so if they're getting there faster i'll skip some numbers but i'm going to give them a really specific point of reference line up between me and chris uh or line up on this black line or line up on whatever have a seat on a tile on a black tile or have a seat on the whatever the stairs um, those types of things, even yeah, before the game starts, really helps you get into the game faster without you going crazy and losing your mind. Seriously, good stuff. So, yeah, man, I love games. Games are fun. Don't forget to have fun every once in a while in your youth ministry, man. We get, you know, we teaching's important. Worship is important. But, uh, but I'm telling you, man, having fun, having good old fun, nothing wrong with that, at least in my book. I love it. Yeah. Good time. So we'll put uh we'll put links to um uh, the uh back pocket games book in here. And we've we've talked about other stuff in the past, like even recent episodes. You mentioned nine square in the air before. Um that like that's a great one as well. Yeah. So and and so download youth ministry. Yeah. Uh, There's so many with, great resources out there. You just have to be willing to dig and but I would say this also, never underestimate your ability to come up with something brand new. Um, right. And just really dig in and try to think of your group or to gr- get a group of kids together and go, hey, let's come up with something brand new. Yeah. You know? Who knows, man? Don't, you, here's the thing. Man. If you wait on the, if you don't plan on the game and you just, uh, we got to do a game, it's always going to be lame. Right. Yeah. So, so make sure, just like you do with everything else, hopefully, make sure you have a plan. Yeah, know what's coming. Know what's coming. Um, so whether, you know, if it's a PowerPoint thing or if it's a screen game from Download Youth Ministry or from Games for Youth Ministry, uh, dot com with the YM360 folks, or if it's one of these games that we're talking about, that's totally, that's fine. I mean, whatever works in your group and your context, but make sure that you have a plan ahead of time going into that night and 
Otherwise, you're, it's going to be desperate. And maybe one final thing that I'll say about games is whatever that game is that you're playing, that game is your favorite right then. Like, you may hate kickball, okay? But you're going to make or break the success of that game if you're up front leading it. So you've got to really sell that game. Make sure that it's your favorite game that in that moment. Um, if you're excited about it, they'll be excited about it. If you're like, oh, gosh, I hate games. We just have to do these because whatever. Or I hate this game, but it's the only one I could think of. Then they're not going to like it either. So make sure you sell it. And gosh, I just keep thinking of extra stuff I should have mentioned earlier. Um, I, you should always stop the game at the peak. Like when the game is as fun as it will ever be, that's when you need to stop it and walk away. Because if you play that game until it's not fun anymore, the next time you try to play that game, all they're going to remember is when they quit playing it last time, it wasn't fun. So if, totally. if you stop that game when they're, everybody's having a blast, then they're going to remember how much fun they were having and they're going to want to play it again. Yeah, man. Big time. That's I agree it. with that big time. This has been fun, man. Jody, I enjoyed it. Yeah, man. We'll put links in the show notes. So head over to thelongerhall.com slash episode 054 to grab all those links uh, there and check out that. Be sure also head over to the resource page, grab that uh, Back Pocket Games book, other resources there available for you. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you subscribe to it through iTunes or whatever your podcast player is so that you get these each and every week as they come out. And uh, man, if you got a few seconds, you'll leave a review there on iTunes for us. We always appreciate that. It's uh, super encouraging. I would love to see, you know, I, I would love to see a couple of reviews. And just out of curiosity, especially just in regards to the new format with both of us. I mean, I think that'd be yeah. great, man. So if you get a second. Please, yeah, jump in there. Uh, be sure. Uh, please leave us. Hit us up on Twitter. Email us if you have any questions about this. Jody at thelongerhall.com. Chris at thelongerhall.com. Or uh, over on the Facebook. So I think that'll do it for this one. Interview next episode. Great interview next episode. Um, oh, so good. This next episode. So it's it, it's one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah, seriously. You say that every time, but it's true. But it's true. But so it's true. make sure you uh, come on back for that. And until then, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. Later. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.